Hey guys, it's Ditto. Welcome to Behind the Dreams. Thanks for joining. This is my fifth episode. Once again, I'm just so proud of myself for starting a podcast because I was really scared to. And even though it's only episode five, um, I'm just, I'm loving it so far. I'm having a really good time. So I want to say thank you for all of you guys watching and really thanks for those comments. I see them and I enjoy talking to y'all so much after these videos come out and this is just really fulfilling for me and it's because of y'all so thank you i feel like i grow every episode which means there's things i like about each and then there's things that i take away and i kind of want to improve on and i'm not even mad at it because i think that it's nice to know that the only way to go is up it can only get better and speaking of getting started and this journey. Um, most of you probably know me from my more popular journey on the internet, my dance journey. So today I thought I would walk you guys through how I've gotten to where I am today in dance and what the journey has been like. So if you're interested, keep on listening because I'm going to get into it. All right, so let's talk about finding dance, right? Family was always dancing. We were singing karaoke. Um, so I pretty much sang and danced like every day, but obviously never thought I'd take it so seriously. So I got put into gymnastics when I was two and a half years old and I loved it. I loved learning the little floor routines. I loved the balance beam and the bars and the vault. I really had a good time with it. Um, but I was born in Florida. We relocated to Georgia and I couldn't find a place that offered kind of the same setup. So for the time being, um, my family and I found the next best thing, which to me was cheerleading. I still got to learn moves. I still got to hear music. I was really young, so I was still on like a recreational cheer team. And Eventually, I joined the company's competitive dance team only to find out that it was basically just all the girls from the cheerleading team who wanted to do hip hop as well. I was expecting people like spinning on their heads like, OK, it's a hip hop dance team. Like there's going to be battles and b-boys and people popping and locking. And that is not what I received, and I know that it sounds like a cliche Disney movie, but the coach was always on my ass about wearing sweatpants instead of like cheer gym wear to rehearsal. And I didn't understand that. I was like, um, this is a hip hop dance team. Why are we not all in sweatpants? You know, like, don't you want to like feel comfy and get into it? I had just been introduced to a friend of my brother's who was messing around with finger tutting, I went straight to YouTube and started trying to learn tutting. So I would say tutting tutorials on YouTube were like 90% of my tween age existence. And yeah, once again, like job wise, I had no idea that I even needed to think about what job I was going to do when I was older. Like I knew that I really liked chemistry and I had straight A's. So I always thought, Oh, well, if I need to go to college, I could. Like, my grades are good enough. I then saw that the movie Step Up 3D had come out. And mind you, I hadn't even seen the first two. And I remember fake crying and throwing, like, the biggest Oscar-winning fit anyone's ever seen just to guilt my family into taking me to go see it. 
As you can guess, the story goes at the theater, I literally fell in love and I saw each of the dancers as brands and I loved them all for their uniqueness, like their personalities on top of the way they dressed, on top of their dance style, like everything that made them them. I loved all of it. It wasn't really just the dance moves that I got attached to in these characters. And I instantly told my parents I thought I could be a big famous dancer and all that I had to do to do that was be really good at being myself. And that's what I ideated a brand as being. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's really all that needs to be said, but I'll still give you guys the story. <laughs> but yeah, after that, I pretty much I had a game plan and I've just been doing it ever since. So my parents saw my inspired energy and they got really serious about my training. And after their research, I started attending a professional dance studio in the heart of Atlanta. It's called Dance 411. People here were actual real professional hip-hop dancers. They were on and off tour, TV shows. They had all ranges of experience. Thanks to my family, it actually became part of my routine. I was up at like 5.45, 6 o'clock, caught the bus to school. Around 1 or 1.30, I would get checked out of school early, get downtown by like 2.30 to avoid traffic because my mom hates traffic. And then I would do homework until dance class started at like four or five. And then I would dance till about 11 in different types of classes. I'd be home in bed by about midnight. My parents said as long as I kept up the grades, they'd keep up the dance classes. So I kept up the grades. <laughs> at that studio, I met my own personal dance Yoda. He's still one of my favorite dancers and he's responsible for taking me under his wing to learn about Popping, animation, waving, uh, tutting, confidence, musicality, you name it. We made my dance name together, which obviously is ditto. <laughs> and then about a year in, traveling got between us, and I spent all of my time in my home dance studio. Shout out to my dad for building me a home dance studio. <laughs> it was the coolest. Um, and yeah, I would just be in there practicing everything my teacher taught me. Mind you, maybe this like lap of time where he was out of the country and we couldn't like practice or train. It was kind of a good thing because I was too terrified to freestyle in front of him anyway. Not even just him. I was scared to freestyle in front of literally anybody. It was the scariest thing in the world to me. And I didn't know how I was going to pull off being a freestyle dancer without knowing how to freestyle. I was very comfortable in choreography. I had been taking class. I could pick it up quick. And anytime someone said the word freestyle, I kind of just froze, which is really crazy now because I literally think that now I could freestyle in my sleep. So if any dancer struggling with that, please just know there's another side. The time that passed between us was probably for the best because I used that time to get my confidence together so that the next time he put me on the spot, I at least had enough confidence to, to try something and let him critique me. I was 13 at this time. And yeah, that's when like Ditto was really born. So I started making dance videos to show off to just the Atlanta dance community, like just whoever was around me. And I had built my Instagram and my YouTube channel to like 2,000 followers each. My family is seeing the vision. They see what I'm going for. I turn 16 and my family throws me this surprise dance cipher party extravaganza with all of my dance friends. 
and they snagged tickets for my mom and I to go to LA to a World of Dance event. I believe this was 2014, which is crazy because a year later, 2015, Barbie happens. So like when you get the timeline, this shit is just nuts. Okay, this is a movie. So apparently photographers saw the show off in me because by the time I got home back to Atlanta, World of Dance had posted a photo of me freestyling in the ciphers and it had like a quote over it. And um, everyone in Atlanta started tagging me and they were like, yo, like World of Dance knows about Ditto. This is crazy. Like, wow, you know, and I just thought, oh, shit, like something's happening. Like I, I have some potential here, like. I don't know these people commenting about me, you know, I, I didn't even know how to feel. My mom and I got an email from World of Dance to come in for a meeting. Their idea was similar to mine, but with an actual game plan. I'll tell all the beautiful World of Dance details in another episode because that's such a loaded topic and experience. But for now, to keep it short and sweet, it was beautiful. We toured at so many different locations for about a year and I gained a huge reputation and following. I had been headlining and closing out their shows, getting millions of views each performance, and it was amazing, but I just knew that I still needed to do more stuff than just performances. I fell in love with creative directing and started doing dance concept videos, um, and they eventually started looking like mini movies, you know, like we got so into them. I didn't intend for it to be like a whole nother chapter in my dance career. It just kind of became it. All of these years have taught me so much <laughs> and they they still do as of the most recent in my dance journey. Actually, I've decided to teach what I've learned to the world. I will be hosting online dance tutorials at the start of the year. We will call this Ditto's Dance Academy. I chose for this to be online because I know dancers have all types of different locations, different schedules, and it's for any type of dancer. I'm covering everything from foundational tutting and popping elements to industry advice, freestyle tips and tricks, and way more. If you're a dancer yourself and you're interested, I'll keep you guys updated on when it actually releases. I could literally talk about this all day and I love dance so much. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Um, be safe. Happy holidays. Enjoy them. I love you all. And to all, a good night. I'm out.